Are you experiencing disconnection in your relationship? Do you feel like you're constantly struggling with the same unresolved issues? Are you having difficulty managing strong emotions? Or would you just like to know a little bit more about therapy? We've got you covered. Welcome back to Spilling the Therapy with therapist Kathy Dan Moore and grief coach Jess Lowe. Hey, Kathy Dan, how are you? Hi, Jess. I'm doing great. How are you? Well, I'm kind of doing great. I'm recovering, but I'm still recovering, huh? <laughs> still recovering from my vanity, from my vanity experiment. <laughs> how are things going on your end? Pretty good. I am ready for the weekend. We have a long weekend this weekend. I'm excited to kind of just unwind and relax. I'm hoping the weather good. stays nice. It's beautiful outside right now. So yeah, I'm excited. That's good. You have weekend plans? I have one of my very favorite people ever coming up to visit, Sarah. And she's bringing my goddaughter who calls me her fairy godmother and and her son. And they're just like the most adorable children ever. So we're going to have my adorable children with them do like make your own pizzas and hopefully take them out on the boat. Um, Although the boat's not super exciting to them. She's a marine biologist and her husband is a fishing captain. So, but still it might give us something to do. Yeah. Um, So yeah, that's what we're doing. I'm excited to see that. Cool. Fun, fun. Well, let's just jump in today. Um, I wanted to talk to you about boundaries. I feel like we talk about boundaries a lot with clients and listeners and amongst ourselves. So um, I feel like this is one of the hardest obstacles that many people face just in their daily lives. Um, I know that I used to face problems with setting boundaries. So, um, you know, we tend to overload our plates to avoid mm-hmm. telling others no, right? We take on tasks yeah. or things in life that we don't necessarily want to do in order to avoid any kind of backlash. We fear Conflict saying avoidance. Yes. <laughs> we <laughs> fear we fear saying no will let others down. Not having boundaries can also set us up for being manipulated and more. Um, so mm-hmm. I wanted to chat with you today about setting those boundaries and how it will not only allow us to take on tasks and priorities that we want to do for ourselves, but how boundaries are important for our overall mental health. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. And it's interesting. I had two clients today. I don't know if I'm bringing clients in and I'm ready to talk about boundaries because it's on the brain and I know we're going to talk about it. Yeah. Like the universe is just bringing it to my door. So it feels fresh. But I was just having a conversation with my client this morning about how we have this concept. And I think the wording is really important. We have this concept of wanting to set like boundaries for other people. And it's important to clarify the phrasing a little bit. Like the Mm -hmm. boundaries are for us. Yes. We don't have control over whether other people are going to follow them. We Mm -hmm. don't have any control over their feelings, their actions, their style of communication. So the boundaries are really about how we're going to set them up for ourselves. Right. And they're not the, another tricky part is that they're just not a one-time thing. Yeah. Sometimes you have to 
and over and then <laughs> yes. grow and we need different people in our lives. It requires doing different boundaries and right. So it's right. kind of an ongoing process, but I think it's like a muscle. The more we work it, yeah. the better we get at it. So yeah. let's um, talk about the different types of boundaries. And when I was doing some research, it's interesting because different the different things I found mm-hmm. talk about different sets of boundaries. So yeah. when I really looked at, it was like a set of like 28 by the time yeah. I like put together what all of them were. So I kind of boiled it down to what mm-hmm. I thought were the most important ones. And then I have kind of little, like a one word sentence of how we can assert that boundary. Does that make okay, sense? Okay. Perfect. Yes. Okay. So we have mental boundaries. So that mm-hmm. in a nutshell is like your freedom to have your own thoughts, your own values and your opinions. So every, all of my clients, when I talk about boundaries, they're like, well, what does that look like? So that looks like saying, I respect your perspective, although I disagree. Right. So I'm like, yeah. So I tell my clients, write that down, just reuse it over and over again. There's emotional boundaries. So that's like mm-hmm. when, how emotionally available do you want to make yourself to right. the people that are in your life? Because some people suck your emotional yeah. bandwidth right out. You have to protect your own emotional well-being. <laughs> exactly. So that could look like as much I want to support you right now, I don't have the emotional capacity. Uh, or as I tell my children, I am overstimulated at this moment. <laughs> and I raise my fingers up in the air and I say, I am overstimulated. Um <laughs> So one is material. So by material, Mm -hmm. like I kind of mean money, but it can mean other things too. But like monetary decisions, giving and lending to people, people really struggle with material. So that can look like I have already lent you money last week. So it it, right now, it's not going to work. Right. So one is internal Mm self-regulation. So energy expended on ourselves versus energy that we want to expend on other people. Okay. Uh, I practice this one a good amount. That can just look like I've been social all week and I need the weekend to myself. Right. Um, so, and on that conversational topics that you do not feel comfortable or you don't want to discuss. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we, our boundaries fall down and we end up getting into discussions that we really would rather avoid. So that could be, I'd rather not be a part of this conversation. Yeah. It's actually simple, right? I say that a lot. <laughs> Yes, I do. Well, I, I say that a lot. I was thinking about it this morning, like that one, because you know it's all top of mind. Yeah. And um, so I'm not going to get political right now, but <laughs> there something political in my house came up. Let's just yeah. say that. And that my husband and I do not align on uh-huh. what came up. Okay. And I started to just spin. You know, and then yeah. I, oh, the only person getting upset is me, right? <laughs> like I'm all like worked up. And what yep. I should have just said it was, and actually I probably was provoking it, but was, this is not a good time for me to be a part of this conversation. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I say that same phrase when it's political. Um, yeah. I, we, we align a lot politically, but there are some things that we don't. And I feel like it's also because it's gener- like a little less generational. Jason's 20 years older than me. So yeah. we, you know, see some things a little bit differently. And so I just say, I cannot have this conversation with you. 
it's best that we don't have yes. this conversation to avoid I know. conflict. <laughs> And we should just end it at that. You know, yeah. I think my husband thinks with more of a fiscal mind. That's my and husband. More, yeah. And, <laughs> and I, I think, think with my like heart. Justice. Me yes. too. Well, it's like, oh, me too. Uh, and I, it's funny because that? Jason would be like, you know, I'd be like, I'll live in a box so my friends will be okay. And he's like, I'm not living in a box. <laughs> so, <laughs> So yeah, I completely You'll understand be alone that. In that box, Jess. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so physical. So physical and sexual, mm-hmm. I feel like people list that under different titles and different yeah. ways, but we kind mm-hmm. of all mean the same thing. Your privacy, your personal space, your body, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, but I had a client the other day, I just thought of this actually, uh, who we were doing EMDR and they kept in two different sessions referencing this memory with their family that was Mm -hmm. pretty traumatic. But the part that seemed to be really traumatic was that her parents used to always make her hug the relatives, hello and goodbye. And that came up both EMDR sessions and it resonated with me. I remember that feeling, although I had family I was very comfortable with, but that can be it too. I prefer not to hug people. I don't know. That's me. That's me. Like, I, I mean, I'll hug like my friends and, you know, that I'm like really good friends with, but like, I'm not a big hugger. My mom will yeah. tell you, um, my little sister's not a big hugger either. Um, and I, I don't want to feel like cold, but like, even like, I mean, I love my mom. We hug, but my mom says that my hugs versus my older sister's hugs are completely different. Yeah. I'm just not a hug. Yeah. I'm just not a hugger. I mean, you know, so you get to have that boundary. Yeah. Um, I'm a hugger. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so people need to tell me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so time, <laughs> how much time you want to spend doing something. So I started to employ this one when I stopped drinking because you mm-hmm. can only stay so long at a party when people start to get slushed. Right. So it's like, I can only stay for 30 minutes and sticking with that boundary and not feeling badly that right. you're not going to stick with it. So those yeah. are the ones that to me felt mm-hmm. like they're the most prevalent and kind of the most yep. um, important to kind of recognize. And these can all happen in different places, right? They happen at yeah. work. They can happen mm-hmm. at home. Like I was saying before, when you're visiting family, when you're out with friends. So yeah. those are the ones that are the types that I thought kind of stood out the most. Yeah. And I wanted to talk a little bit about tips for setting those boundaries because boundaries are important, but they're not always easy to establish those boundaries. People often don't know where to begin or how to communicate. You've given some great examples. Um, But if you're looking for a way to set your own personal boundaries, it may be a good idea to first consider what type of boundary you're setting. So the ones that you've described um, previously. So like emotional boundaries, they often have to do with how there's talk to us and treat us. Um, they're not always things we think to set until after the boundary has been crossed. Yeah. You know, and, like, and that's you have that like, well, that didn't feel good. Right. Uh, so for an example, let's say you got in an argument with someone and they called you an unkind name, right? So you have mm-hmm. both calmed down at this point. The best way to set an emotional boundary with that person is to approach them, ask to speak about the argument, own any part that you may have played in the argument. 
and tell them that you're not okay with name calling and that you will need them to engage without stooping to that level in the future. So that'll mm. help, you know, and I, yeah. I feel like a lot of people just kind of like don't address things, but sometimes in order to set boundaries, you have to address those uncomfortable situations. Yeah. We um, call that like in couples counseling, mm-hmm. that's the, that's the big no, no of the four horsemen. Once they yeah. start doing the name calling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We it's, it's classified under contempt. So. Right. You should feel like your boundaries have been crossed <laughs> if somebody's calling you a name. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. The next one. <laughs> and then like physical boundaries, you had mentioned like the hugging or, you know, some people aren't comfortable with shaking hands, especially like with COVID, you know, like a lot of people are yeah. not shaking hands anymore. Um, so a good way to set the boundary is before it even becomes an issue. When you meet someone, you can wave at them from a few feet away. Um, you can smile and say, I don't shake hands, but I'm so glad to meet you. But don't feel the need to apologize or explain yourself beyond that, right? I mean, the same tactic of saying something before a boundary is crossed works for other physical boundaries, like, like not wanting to hug, like you had mentioned, or being touched by someone you don't know. Um, if someone is in your physical space, consider saying, I get uncomfortable and people are too close to me. Could you take a step back? Boundaries are healthy, guys. We need to remember this. And you're allowed to set your own boundaries. <laughs> So I'm, a, I'm wondering, can you just reference like Seinfeld? Like I'm not a close talker. I don't like close talkers. Stop talking yeah. so close. Which is not a, not a direct quote from Seinfeld, but they did call yeah. him a close talker. Um, so then physical boundaries kind of weaves into sexual boundaries yeah. too, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. when beginning new intimate relationships, it's a good idea to sit down with your partner so you can kind of discuss what your sexual boundaries are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And this conversation can prompt you to say things like, I'm really looking forward to taking things to the next level in our relationship, but I kind of want to talk about what I'm comfortable with, what I'm not comfortable with. Yeah. Um, You know, there's all different things that can happen in the bedroom, which is a different episode, but we, you know, um, but we should probably mention my friend's podcast because her episodes are all about that. We'll put it in. Yes, we will put Um, it in the show notes. So, but you know, from there, you start talking about the stuff that you're comfortable with and not comfortable with. And by the way, I've had plenty of couples where that's changed over time. As long as you're communicating about what you're comfortable yeah. with, if your boundaries are shifting, fine. That's great. Right. right? Just right. as long as everybody's being transparent. Um, and then there's workplace boundaries mm-hmm. too. Totally separate. I'm completely segueing. We are not talking about sex in the workplace. I'm, no. <laughs> I'm jumping onto a different topic. But I feel like workplace boundaries are like one of the most like important boundaries that people lag on, you know, and we're, we're guilty of this quite often, (laughs) but we have to keep each other accountable for this. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of like sex boundaries, workplace Uh boundaries, you want to establish them out of the gate, right? Set the tone and how you're going to conduct yourself professionally so that it's reflecting you in a professional manner in hopes mm-hmm. that yep. quid pro quo, they will respond similarly. Right. So setting workplace boundaries is often a matter of waiting until a boundary has been crossed mm-hmm. and then addressing the situation. So like if a colleague talks down to you in a meeting, 
Yeah. Um, you can then approach them afterwards, kind of like you referenced earlier yeah. um, and say that this is unacceptable in the yeah. future. So lots of times workplace boundaries happen because first the boundary has to be crossed. Right. Right. And with workplace boundaries, you know, we're also talking about like, not if you're, if your schedule is nine to five, you don't mm-hmm. work till 9 PM every night, you know, right. and it's important to, to set that boundary for yourself and uphold that boundary because it does play with your mental health too. So, yeah. Yeah. Name your limits. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. um, I see that my schedule is from nine to five. The expectation is that I'm going to stay later. I'm not going to be able to do that. Or do we want to renegotiate what my contract looks like? Absolutely. Absolutely. You need to want to pay me more money. Yeah. <laughs> so get that bank. <laughs> and then you, you discussed material boundaries. So let's say you have a camper that a close friend wants to borrow for a trip with their family. You're open to letting them use it, but you also want to make sure they take care of it the way that you would take care of it. In this case, it's perfectly acceptable to outline your boundaries for care and writing, providing instructions for cleanup and general care. Written instructions placed inside the camper would be simpler for your friend to look back to, and they also help your boundaries be very clear. So that's something. Yeah, I um, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. And there's time. So mm-hmm. people tend to fail within two categories regarding, regarding time, yeah. running late to everything. And then mm-hmm. those who tend to think that if you're not early, you're late. So <laughs> if you're the latter, you're likely to feel as though your boundaries are often being <laughs> intruded on by the former. So it's a really simple solution to navigate. Although people don't realize this and they just complain about it forever, but decide in your mind how long you're willing to wait beyond an agreed upon meeting time. Give yourself permission to leave or cancel an appointment if that time isn't met. If you're dealing with someone who's perpetually late, communicate this to them ahead of time. Let them know you'll be leaving after a certain amount of time that has been passed, you know, since the agreed upon time and try not to sound accusatory. Right. Consider acknowledging Mm -hmm. that you two have different personalities. You're not trying to change them, but you need to set your own time boundary for yourself because you can't afford to wait any longer. So, right. And we do this every day, right. At work, you know, with with having appointments and things like that. And so I feel like that, that time boundaries for me has always been easy because of, mm. you know, before I worked with you, I owned a hair salon for 10 years. And so 15 minutes, like next, you know, and so that was easy. Yeah. So that, that helps in your personal life. But if someone doesn't have that type of job where they're doing those appointments, I can see where it can be hard to set those boundaries, especially with like your yeah. personal friends and family. Um, yeah. Yeah. People don't want to engage in conflict, but mm-hmm. you know, all relationships should have boundaries. Healthy relationships yeah. exist with boundaries. So just like kind of overall, name your limits, mm-hmm. tune into your feelings of what you need, be direct and yep. succinct. I feel like that's really important. Yeah. Um, but being really self-aware about mm-hmm. what your own boundary is, because we can't, again, make other people change. So what it is that you need and making that a priority, I think is super important. Yeah. Um, And practice, right? Practice being assertive with your boundaries. It, you will forever have to put them out there. New people Mm -hmm. come into your lives. 
But like we said before, it's like a muscle. So the more you practice being assertive and concise, the better it is. And I always tell my clients, like, just start really little. Don't start with like the biggest boundary. Practice with something small, you know, so that you're developing the habit of healthy boundaries. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of goes along with like saying no to things, like saying no to little things, you know, like, yeah. do you want to, do you want to go to lunch today? Well, and you look at your schedule, it's packed. I'm sorry. I can't that just, just doing little things like that will help with the big boundaries of things, you know, yeah. and that's um, a complete thought. You mm-hmm. don't have to say, because I've got this going on and that going on and all that over explaining. Mm-hmm. That's part of what exhausts us when we're trying to do right. boundaries. It's enough to just say, that's not going to fit in my schedule today. Right. I don't have the mental capacity for that today. <laughs> right. You <laughs> drain me. I can't deal with it. No. You don't have to say that. You don't have to say yeah. that. No, you don't. You don't. So stick to your boundaries and, you know, boundaries can change and that's okay, but stick to keeping boundaries for yourself because it really yes. is important. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Well, we do have a little asked and answered if you want to help him out today. His name's John. He's from North Dakota. He says that he has always struggled with self-esteem. He was bullied as a kid for his weight and in turn became extra critical of himself. What are some tools that can help him turn this around? John, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but EMDR. Yeah. So many times what I'm noticing with client, I get a lot of bullying as targets mm-hmm. that people are working on. It's, it's happening in people's lives that are so influential to their own self-esteem Yeah, that it's really, and they really start to develop these self-limiting beliefs from it. And mm-hmm. so what's holding him back and the critical is that inner self-critical voice that believes he's not good enough because he was being bullied. So I strongly recommend finding a therapist that's near you who is certified in EMDR and working Mm -hmm. through some of those tightly held beliefs that are, that need to be processed and unblocked. Ditto. (laughs) That's all (laughs) I can say on that. (laughs) Yeah. Perfect answer. Perfect answer. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, thank you to our listeners for joining us today. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a review on Apple podcasts. This will help move us up the chart and be more accessible to new listeners. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook, where we will drop tips and information about upcoming episodes. If you have a question for our asked and answered segment, email us at askus at spillingthetherapy.com. Don't forget to check out our new website, spillingthetherapy.com where we will continue to add resources and information. I hope everyone has a great weekend. We are your hosts, Kathy Dan Moore and Jess Lowe. And we will be taking our summer break, but back on June 23rd. So we'll be breaking it down for you guys again, one sip at a time. The podcast you heard today is for educational purposes only and does not replace the advice you may be receiving from a licensed therapist. 